Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, soap fans and true believers. I'll keep it short and sweet because we have a lot to chat about in the second half of the GH Report reunion with James Lott Jr. and Frank Moran. But I hope you're all staying safe and sane as we have just run out of new Young and the Restless episodes for the time being. But don't worry, there is still a month left of General Hospital and the days of our lives are endless. Yes, pun intended. say that nobody who's really their foil for can last for long or they have to because right. someone like Ava who's the best character on the show the reason she works is because she's always the foil and while she may not win she gets her jabs in and then goes and does something else yeah. and that's what they should have done with Julian as in they're both Jerome's they get their jabs in and they leave kind of like yeah. Billy versus Victor or Adam versus Victor on Y&R yeah. they're able to get yeah. their jabs in but then they have to go back to their corners like I mean, Jerome's yeah. were a big, powerful mob family back in the day. They're not, they're not, that legacy is not being upheld. Like, they're just, they're just kind of like, these are like lesser Jerome's on some level. And I, you know, I love me some Maura West. That's my girl. I mean, I love yeah. her name. Uh, but I'm just saying, but I just feel like they could be, they should be elevated higher than where they are. They're always, they're always like the losers all the time. They just lose all the time. But you're right, they get their jabs. They're always losers. Like, let them win occasionally. Like, what the F? Let them win. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because of the nature of the mob, where, I mean, I guess in the real world, once you kind of lose power as a mob person, you're kind of on the outs. I don't know if they're treating it like that, but it makes for very boring storytelling if it's constantly, Jason said, you're going to constantly win. So, I mean, this mob war, it's like, okay, there's going to be some bumps, but ultimately we know they're going to come out and everything's going to be just fine. Well, what's good about the mob storyline going on right now is that it's not a Sonny and Jason story. And and I will say the writing for Sonny has been so much better with the dealing with, you know, his father. And that you can actually feel for Sonny and see that he he is hurt in a way that we've not really seen in these mob wars. That, you know, it's sort of like when... Jonathan Kent dies of cancer in the comics or whichever one you read. It's a way of getting to Superman who can't usually be hit like that because it's not a force he can fight. So it's sort of like that with Sonny and the the stuff with uh, his dad. But, yeah, I will say what makes this mob story good going on is that they've realized it ain't about them. <laughs> I hate the mob yeah. storyline. I hate it. I hate it. I hate that time period. Why do you bring it back, people? I, no one gives a cat. He gives a care. Here's the deal. The only time that I said, well, oh, this is interesting, there was a scene 
it was all black people. And they were all part of this mob storyline, but it was all black folks. And they weren't on the sidelines. I was like, oh, that's a shame that some of those folks can't act in real life, but until they're now. Um, but it was good that it was like it was all black folks. I thought that's interesting. And they're involved in a storyline that's not black. It's just it's just a mob storyline. So I'll give like ten points to that. Even though I missed my Vanessa Antoine as Jordan, that's another story. I do um, too. I agree. But I but I, but other than that, I hate storyline. I like Sonny, Family Man stuff. I like that he him and Mike stuff is great. Yeah. Him in Brooklyn is great. I mean, I, I like that stuff. I'm like that. That's the direction. Yeah, I that works. Did you enjoy when Sonny basically told Nicholas, like, uh, Spencer's my son now? <laughs> no, I, like, that annoyed the shit out of me. I love me Nicholas. Me I will say, <laughs> I'm really enjoying Marcus is Nicholas. I, I wasn't sure how I was going to accept it, because I obviously love the Cassidines. But, yeah, or the not-so-Cassidines. But, yeah. yeah, he's really great. And I like, you know, him and Ava. And I think that him and Becky Hurst have good chemistry, but do not break up Frizz. <laughs> oh, don't touch them. Now, you know, don't They're like adorable. Frizz, but, you know, I don't like Frizz. You know, I don't, I've, been, I've been a very Frizz on supporter for years. I don't want the broken up. I said, don't do this whole storyline like a decent proposal or something. Don't, don't do this whole thing. I'm like, I think that's where they were going, and then they kind of heard what people thought. Like, no. Yeah. So I'm like, please don't do that. But no, I like Marcus Coloma as, as Nicholas also. I think he's really good. And, and my girl Michelle Stafford it was like, I know his mother stuff, and he's a really good actor. And I was like, okay. And she, t- she said, she told me a, year, a little while back, months ago, you should trust to see what he does. Um, and I, so he's, he's really good. I think he's really good. I like to be able together. I like when they kind, of, they kind of link up and kind of like have a moment here and there like that. Um, I like this. I mean, the scene with him and Sonny was fine at first. It was long overdue. It's for the, for the character. Yeah, I get Sonny but caring he, about Spencer. Yeah. Yeah, he loves Spencer. They, they, yeah. they, they're, they're close. But the fact that, again, is that the part of the book was like, I'm the Mr. Man, and I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm like, no, I'm going to tell how it is. That's his son. And I'm like, and I'm like you know, you're a, you're a cast guy. You better show Sonny what's going on. Like, let's do what's going on. Tell him what's due. So that did bug. Yeah, it's like, come on, you know, uh, cast and I shouldn't be backing down from the mob. They, they've got plenty of uh, means they're of their crazy. disposal. Yeah. yeah, they're crazy. But but the scene was long overdue. They they needed they need to talk, and it was a long overdue talk. Um, and uh, and when you guys brought up uh, Jax earlier, I forgot to <laughs> bring that up. Um, his character is kind of a waste right now too. I mean, yeah. like, I don't you know him and Nina, yeah, they're fine together. I have no feeling for against them. And I'm not even mentioning his outside the show activities right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I do kind of wonder where Jasper Jax will be when JH comes back. <laughs> exactly. I'm, like, I'm not going to mention the outdoor activities that are happening that he's getting him and Nancy Gron. Um, but I do, but I, I think the character, again, they don't do with him, I guess. They just don't want to do with him. It's just, he's just kind of like, I'm going to ruin Nina. That's going to be my storyline. And occasionally go back with Carly and tell her that, you know, you should be with Sonny. Like, it's just, it's just like, he's a, He's, I don't know, I'm just like, they're wasting him. I mean, it was nice when he first came back on, and he's there with Hayden and, they, and Nicholas, and they've got... Yeah, that was interesting. Agenda. That was great. But it's like, now, we, uh, you know, just being CEO of Crimson's not enough. I, I, I Or um, of uh, Aurora Publishing. I need something more from him. I mean, I would have loved if he wants to get mixed up in the ELQ buying of stock. And so it's him and Valentine and the quarter mines all vying for the biggest piece of the quartering, uh, the EOQ pie. I'd, yeah, I'd that would be way that. more interesting. Well, it killed me because, so they brought Ingo to Bowl the Beautiful. 
very inspired to play a character named Thorne, play the recast of Thorne, Forrester. It was actually, I was like, really? But it totally worked. Him and Heather Tom had great chemistry. They had the characters get married. The fans were like, this is, this is working. They're, they're age appropriate. They look good together. Uh, it was a great storyline. Then all of a sudden, they're like, I'm not in love with you. Bye. And also, he was gone. I mean, we didn't know, I guess, behind the scenes, I guess your hospital said, come on back or whatever. We didn't know. But we were all kind of like, that was really abrupt and weird. And why would all of a sudden break up with her? But he was doing actually great work on Bold and the Beautiful. It was really working. They gave him front burner storyline. He was involved. Then they brought back to Jarhouse. Like, well, okay, here's Jax. I'm excited. Okay, let's bring Jax back. Jax is always a good foil for Sonny. Him and Carly have chemistry. There's a whole bunch of things. He has Jocelyn. Now it's like, send him somewhere else. I mean, he's not, he's not really, there's not, or right, or right better for him. I don't know what's going on. Just, he's just there. I, I agree. And, you know, it's like, I, I think there's there's storyline possibilities for him. I just I, I hope that the show can realize that, not just. I mean, why why bring him on just to waste him? I agree. That's what I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, tangent back to Robert Scorpio for one second. Uh, my only hope uh, for when we come back next week for this uh, for these episodes is that while he's inside uh, Max's apartment, that he comes across the Colonel's secret recipe stashed away. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, oh my god! Every time somebody is in that apartment, I just go like, you know, the Colonel Secret recipe is just stashed away right in there. I was clearing some KFC the other day, too. I actually called Maxie. I was clearing some the other day. I thought that. I know it's like, basically, he's going to, it looks like he's going to run into, uh, what's his name? Uh, Spinelli or something. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's, I wanted to catch Peter so bad. I'm like, please, why stop that? But I again, any Robert Scorpio to me on screen, I'll take it. You, you know, just like any kind, any Scorpio brothers on screen, I'll take it. I mean, it's like it's it's like when we get them, I'll take them. I guess. Yeah, I like that we have Mac involved back with the police, and like you know that that is good to see is Mac back at the police station and doing stuff because the floating rib was great and all, but like that was underutilizing Mac. Yeah. Yes, but the frustrating thing is like Laura. I I, I love Laura saying to Mac, "Hey." Find out what's really going on with this. I'm like, awesome, but we'll never see it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it'll all happen off screen. Yeah, I'm like, come on. I don't. What I don't understand, or maybe I do understand. I don't know, but other soaps use their veterans. Yeah, they do a little Actually, bit better job with, and that's what I noticed when watching some of these old YNR episodes. I'm like, wow. They are still using all the same people for the most part, are. but GH is a little like hit or, hit or miss. Yes. So I feel like, like I said, they'll bring up storylines, they'll bring up people, then they just drop them. Or we don't see them for a long time. And the only veterans we see, basically, they're, they're linked to a, a, to a bigger storyline of somebody else. So when we see Mike come back, it's basically because of Sonny and all that. So, I mean, it's, it's just Sonny. And we don't see, when we see, you know, what's your name come back, it's because she's here to see Curtis or whatever. She comes out here and there. Stella. It's like they're not, they're not really being used... You know, you know, Laura, luckily Laura is kind of involved in several storylines where she's kind of like, she's the mayor. That's because she's the mayor. She kind of lucked out. But, you know, not, it's, I, don't, I don't like, other soaps are doing it better, I think. There's, there's, they showcase their veterans in current storylines. And I'm like, why? Days does it. Bone Beautiful does it. I mean, Bone Beautiful right now, they, they did that. They, they, have, they have Serena Sofer. They have yeah. Tom. They have John McClane. They have all these people, Kelly Kelly Lane. They're all older. And they're all uh, Denise Richards, and they're all older, and they're all from her storyline. It's like because uh, I mean I enjoyed seeing John Lisbon get a lot of work to do last year with the mm-hmm. whole uh, you know the twin storyline. But since then it's just like, eh, all right, 
I'll pop in every so often just to, you know, hey, I love my wife. Yeah, I know. We're Kevin and Scotty both. They're some of my favorites forever, and there's just not enough of them, especially now that we have Lucy, you know, who's right. important to both of them, and you've had Bobby involved in storylines. It's like, hey, why why are we not using more Kevin and Scotty? Well, it's funny because uh, Kim Strider always says on, online, it's like, you want to see more Scotty? Tell the people. Like, like, he's like, he's available. He wants yeah. to do it, and he's good. Um, and Kevin, I mean... Yeah, we're talking some. I mean, John Listrom is an amazing actor. Oh yeah, like, people. I mean, amazing. I mean, if you've seen Bosch, he's great in Bosch. <laughs> oh okay, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. it's okay. it's worth a watch. They just did the sixth season. That's what me and my mom will be watching tonight. Yeah, uh, I've heard yeah. that. I've watched it. I've heard of it. Yeah, um, it's good. But but the thing is, he's he he's a great actor. So like, he can deliver. These these people can't deliver, and, I, and I, that's what kills me. So I've had this fight with some other soap people, <laughs> other soap press. I don't think you can get new viewers. I just don't think you can. I think I think I think that ship has sailed for whatever reason. I think it's sailed. I think you can get returning viewers. I mean, get older viewers back possibly, but you have to do certain things to get them back. And part of that is showcasing veterans. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. agree. I think the, the the idea of being able to watch soaps with your grandma now in this day of streaming uh, just doesn't exist any, as no. much anymore. Certainly, when you can't even get into your grandmother's nursing home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, I'm sorry, it's an independent living facility. <laughs> yeah. But there are folks who try to tell me, you didn't get new viewers, now everybody's at home. I'm like, but I don't get, I don't think, I just, for some reason I just think people are going to look at soaps. Soaps are just a different breed now. It's like this, yeah. you lost it for a certain reason back in the day, and it was less on. Now it's like, everything. everything's a soap, basically, now. You know, now, so to speak. All shows are soaps, so to speak. Yeah, the genre is still popular. It's just that, like you say, new viewership is just not something... Because soaps, as short as they are these days, they're too long for new viewers. And screw young people. Why do we keep marketing to them? I'm the youngest person on this call, but I'm still like, oh, no, these dudes that are in their 50s, that's who I want to see. I mean, chase aside, they're the hot ones. (laughs) Right, hello. Hello, I I agree with that. Um... But no, I just feel like that we just, everything's so youth-obsessed anyway. So yeah, you have multi-generational stories. Multi-generational is fine. And you have some younger, middle, older. Yeah, it makes sense. To, yeah. So. Uh, guys, who, who's a big fan of Brando? <laughs> I like him. I think it's a left, I like him, actually. I, I like that they finally involved him with someone outside of the Corinthos clan. Because yes. him and Molly, that was cute. And that'll lead to a story. Because the actor, yes. to me, is fine. Like. The story is not, but it's like, yeah, he's fine, and it be interesting. I think Carly have chemistry. Yeah. yeah. But to me, let's not break up Carly and Sonny. It's like, if well, they're going to... They have at this point. I'm yeah. that they have, they, I mean, it could be unintentional. I just think they yeah. have chemistry. Yeah. I'm just going, I, that's a shame, because, again, you really can't break up Carson again. I mean, they've already yeah. broken up 10,000 times. But... Him and Molly, that was cute, and because I have, I, again, I have no investment in TJ. I don't know who the, who the F this actor is. I don't know who he is. I have no investment in him. They never show them. When they were like, we'll get the best of partnership instead of marriage, I was like, yawn. I don't even care. I don't even yeah. know you two S's. What you guys going to do? Now, Molly talking to homeboy, I was like, okay, now my ears are perked up. Yeah, because Molly's great, uh, and that's a character I've always wanted to see more of, and Christina, too. It... it they need. They have so many great young talent that they too focus on the the quad that is Willow, Sasha, Michael, Chase, which I like individually. You know, except I'm not a big fan of Willow's, but mostly because she's too involved with everything. 
But put them on a back burner. Let's get more Molly and maybe even some TJ and stuff. Like, Christina, Valerie, these people exist. I agree. Yeah, it's like, cause, oh, I mean, that storyline was teased for so long. I was like, all right, Regan and Valerie, I'd be curious to see if, you know, that would be like a relationship they could develop. Yeah. And then it just, yeah, I mean, well, the original actress left. She went over to... She bold and beautiful now. Oh, young and the restless. Yeah, young and the restless. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I feel like you know, what? I mean, not that I fault her because she'd hardly been used at all on that show. So, uh, it's like, yeah, go go where you can get a steady gig for sure. But like, that storyline is still working with a different actress, but they didn't even really do anything with that other actress they cast. Yeah. Yeah, it's so odd to me how that was. I mean, because Valerie is a black Spencer. How interesting is that? Just in itself. And, yeah. you know, she's Lulu's cousin who slept with her husband. And we have so much to do with Valerie, but we've not even seen her or even been brought up. Because even having her and Chase be partners and work together with the police would have been interesting. And it would have been Chase, like, because if they're never going to go with Chase and Michael, let's have him be in other stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, they, they've done a pretty good job of kind of, you know, putting some love back in uh, the Quartermain family. I just feel like they really need to get some love back in that Spencer family. And I feel like, do you just recast Lucky, bring him back in? Greg Vaughn can try come to back. build up that Spencer family? Yeah, because I would like to see Greg Vaughn come back and see. Because, you know, now that Nicholas is here and you have Liz with Franco, who's raising his kids, it would be nice to see Lucky come back. Yeah, I, I feel like we need somebody to pick up that... Uh, that, that mantle of Luke Spencer, uh, you know, to, to kind of serve that role that he did in the show, like kind of just push people's buttons and they maybe get led into some kind of crazy adventures. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I was like, so... <laughs> I, no, it's I, about I, to um, be shade. No, 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 I'm not trying to... Okay. <laughs> Make myself laugh. <laughs> um... Uh, now you have to say it. As you know, it's it's fine. Um, I'm trying. What I'm trying to do is realize there are things that go on behind the scenes, right? I'm trying to remember that there are things Mm -hmm. that we don't know about that go on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, There are also just budgetary stuff. I'm trying trying to remember that too. There's budgetary things. The soaps are giving us are getting getting enough money like they used to. There are a lot of things they can't do anymore. There are a lot of people they can't pay for anymore. I know I know there's like I know it gets a little technical, but I know there's like there's guarantees and these are like this and and there's, and, and, and Jace is a large cast. I mean, think about it. They really do have a large cast. Yeah. And he only trims so much. And I guess I mean I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to keep all that in mind in terms of when I make my when I make my judgments and statements. There are judgments um, and my statements. Because uh, I'm trying to think, okay, well, then they can only do this for this person. Somebody say this for this person. And uh, like I said, in some storylines, people, there's like, there's like 10 different combinations of people that they, they all have fans. They always say, I say this all the time, too, and there won't be a soap writer or a soap producer because that just seems, I mean, this is a little lot going on. Um, and behind the scenes, where it gets to air. I'm, I'm trying to keep some of that in mind in terms of like, but they're just, they're just, there's always, there's a bunch of forces going on that make these, I mean, they, they, in, the big, in the big picture, everyone works really hard, I know, but they, they, they don't want to put bad shows together. I know they, want, they don't want yeah. to put bad shows. I try, to, I try to remind myself that, and they, they really want to put out a good show, but you do 250 shows a year, it's a lot of work, um, and sometimes they just don't get it right, and sometimes they do get it right, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember that, and some castings are good, and some castings are not so good, so I'm trying to remember that. 
like as I make these statements. But I, I feel like I, I feel like that was just the preamble to really what yeah. you really want to say. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no offense, but yeah, but it's like I don't mean to be mama. mean, but I'm about to say something really mean. Right. <laughs> that, no, that's no, what my mom no, always no. says I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, no, I'm just I'm just gonna leave, leave it at that. I think it's, I think it's just kind of it's just, I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to remember some of that because because actually you know I'm a cheerleader for the show for the show. I mean I, I want this show to continue mm-hmm. and I um and there's a lot of things I don't care about the show for that they need to work on. Um, but there are also some things I do like. So I mean it's you know. Uh, James, if you tell me that you enjoy Sam and Jason, I'll be, I'll be very sad. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Like, they, that is the thing. They, they, is... Tried out the, see, the thing about this, this whole birthday party, they trotted out the kids. So it's like, oh, there's a, oh, there's still no Jake. Oh, there's, there's, a, <laughs> yeah. there's a River, whatever his, whatever his name is. There's a scout. There's scout. What's the other kid's name? Jason and Jason and Sam's kid. They, they had him on the other day. Yeah, yes. Danny. Uh, yeah, Danny and Danny, Scout. Like, yeah, River, Sky. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, they tried him out for a second. And like, Daddy, I miss you. I was like, snooze. Um, that storyline, because I like Kelly Monica. I'm a, I'm a Kelly Monica fan. I'm a, and I love, I know Steve Burton. Steve Burton's a friend of mine. I love Steve Burton. They deserve so much better. This storyline is so tired. Yeah, getting Spinelli involved in their bull crap. I'm just like, I know he's your friend, but let's let's use Bradford Anderson where he should be helping Robert. That would be way more interesting. Not almost getting arrested and losing his kid with Sam. And I will say, like, they've started to write it much better where it's like, okay, Jason's being reasonable and thinking about the kids. But, like, Sam, much like most women, except for Carly, when it comes to Jason, just becomes a pathetic little wimp. And it's just like, you're you're acting like a teenager. You drove your mother to drink. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. When he left and she started trashing the uh, the safe house room, I'm like, oh, yeah, right. uh, good stuff. Yeah. Don't get me, don't get me talk about Alexis too, because I'm like, there, Nancy Grand deserves a lot better than she's getting right out to. I'm like, her that Neil storyline. Yeah, oh, I love Neil. I like him as a character. The plot device is stupid. It's the stupidest plot device. So. They can't be together, and her daughter and her man can't be together. So no Davis woman can be with her man. Basically. Yeah. yeah. That's the dumbest thing I've heard in my entire life. Like, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, like, James. I'm like, it's dumb. These are, these are, these are, I'm like, oh, my God. They're supposed to be these self-sufficient, smart women, and they're like just blubbering idiots. I'm like, it's just like, I mean, a lovelorn women. It's like, what is that about? Are we in 1955? Like, I don't understand. I'm like, come on. It's like, I know Alexis is neurotic. We know that. Yeah. But it seems, it just seems, it's just, it's just, it's, it's team too much. Team too much. There's, there's that bit in soap operas where you want to be like, okay, we want this to kind of be faithful to real world, uh, how the real world works. But then you want other times just to be soap opera way of life. Yeah. Where it's like when they give a two year thing for Sam and Alexis. Uh, like that's great in the real world, but in soaps, make it six months because yeah. that six months will seem like two years. <laughs> exactly, like especially if they just keep doing these longingly like, J Sam scenes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, folks! I thought about Frank the other day. I thought about Frank when they were outside. Like, yes. <laughs> all the outdoor uh, scenes, all the outdoors. I, I, I think about Frank every time. And I remember one of the scenes. I heard, I think I heard a helicopter or a plane fly by. I'm like, well, yeah, that's the airport. It's right over there. And then realized, I'm like, <laughs> it was crazy. I'm like, really? That, that chain link fence is the same spot every time, Frank, the same spot. <laughs> it is, and there's never a natural way for people to, to run into each other. 
at that part. It is always <laughs> awkward. Sam is just sitting on the grass somewhere, and then Molly's like watching because she's wearing really high heels, and she's coming down that little slight decline. Yes. Oh, and then they're sitting like like pretty much in the mud of that bush. Yeah. Back to them later. Like, what is this? Who would choose to sit everywhere? And well, I'm going to the park. Like there. It's either that or that bench. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bench or the ground. Uh, that bench is used. So, I mean, I think uh, Cameron and, and Homegirls down that bench and, and Laura and Lucy down that bench. Everybody's got that bench. Yeah, the bench and the moss get more screen time than Nicholas. <laughs> yes, that moss. That big plate of moss in that house is, is fucking crazy. I think, like, what is that? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> what is that? There was, there was this, on a side note, there was one season on my show where it calls the heart, my hearties. There was this big, giant plate of spaghetti. It was huge. I was like, okay, props, people. We're not paying attention. We guys hide. Like, you're not paying attention. Then everybody caught on to it. The whole episode, this, pot, this big thing of spaghetti was taking over the whole scene. So I was like, oh, props, people. When you throw this moss, like, what were you saying? I mean, like, I know it's like a design choice, but like. And I think people. now it's just a big joke because even Steve Burton has made jokes about it. And that's the thing yeah. is let's have more fun with Jason. Steve Burton is fun. Let's well, let hilarious. Jason do something oh, God, cool. Hilarious. Yeah. He's one of the, he's one, first of all, he's one of the nicest guys, but he's very personable, but he's hilarious. Every fan event I've been with to Matt, he just, the crowd, he makes everybody laugh. He is just so, he just, I saw him at, at Eric Braden's 40th thing uh, a couple months ago. And he was like, hey, Jay, it's not Junior. I'm like, oh my God, Steve Burton. We hugged, and he's like talking to everybody, and just like laughing and talking. It's like, let's show that side of him. I know he's stone cold, but like, give him a sense of humor. Especially like with Carly, give him a sense of humor. Like, give him something. Yeah, Jason and Carly work so well together. I think Thank we you. need to sort of realize that it's like either let them just be together or just have Jason away from all other women because it just doesn't work out well for their characters. It, it's a problem. Michael has it's, the same it's problem. Sunny Jason, Jason and Carly is a problem. Yeah. Yeah, they could have a polyamorous relationship. Exactly. I mean, there Jason loves Sunny too. I don't. I, you know, get with the program. It's twenty twenty. You know, like yeah. Chase and Michael. Uh, yeah, exactly. No matter how many times we say it, they'll never do it. <laughs> I wish they would get together. I yeah. wish they would get together. One kiss. Give me one kiss. I'll take it. Give me one. Just give me one. Since the, since the gays are broken up on Terrasso now, basically. So, you know. Yeah. And they're on and Lucas is, Lucas is in, working, and they, they trot out Marcus during once in a while. Yeah, yeah, which is same because like we'll, we'll see Lucas. I don't know, maybe you know, six months from now, eight months from now, for a hot second, and then he'll be gone again. It's like uh, you've never done well by either uh, Brad or Lucas, no. uh, but you feel like, hey, let's you know, after this whole big storyline's been dragging out for a couple of years, why don't we see the after effects of Lucas and how he's picking up his life? No, yeah, not gonna no. worry about that. No, yeah, yeah. yeah and Lucas is a legacy character from many points. Yes. Like, his father was Tony Jones, and his biological father is Julian Jerome, Hello. Bobby, Maxie. I mean, you have so many people that are his family that we forget about. And I like that Brooklyn was, like, concerned and remembered that, you know, when yes. they were teenagers and stuff like that. But, yes. yeah, I, I do like that we get more Brooklyn, and I think Amanda's a great cast. Oh, yeah. But... Like, just the always going at it with Lulu is getting a little stale. That is, as well as the fact that he, uh, no one will ever press Brooklyn about how she got her contract back. Like, <laughs> yeah. come on, jeez Louise. But you know, I, 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 I gotta give my Wally Curtis some credit. 
he got he's on two shows and two storylines working it out. He got family on both. I was like, Wally, you working it out. He got two shows on two different storylines. I mean, he's, he's, he's just like, it's, it's so good to see him just running around. But him and Amanda, see, they, they look like they could be, you know, like she could be Lois and Ned's daughter. Yeah, she was a perfect um, cast. And I love her yeah. as an actress. She was great on My Life to Live and the Mindy Project. She's yeah. done a lot. And like, yes, it's yeah. nice to see more Wally because she's back too. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. Because he so, deserves I like it. The character. Yeah. I like, the character. I like the character. And I think it's great that Olivia's his wife, and it's brought up that her and Brooklyn are obviously going to have some issues because of Dante and Lulu, but now Olivia's put in the place of being like, you know, Lulu's acting out, and Brooklyn is acting out, but she's kind of a mom character to both of them, and they, and it's interesting. I forgot about all that, why she was, why, why Brooklyn was brought back in the first place back in the oh, day. Yeah. When, she, when she recounted everything, I was like, Oh, that's right. That I've got Carly. But Carly hated Dante and Lulu for a yep. while because of the Michael thing. I've got all about that. I think that was it was such a. I forgot about all that storyline. I'm glad they kind of gave us that whole. We couldn't show flashbacks to it because it was different actresses. But I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, I forgot about that. You know, the fact that and it's usually the thing I'm also enjoying. This is one thing I, I, I want to make sure I say things I enjoy about y'all. <laughs> that they actually are showcasing the women. None of them are perfect. That's the whole point. Yeah. They're all flawed. Except Willow, that they say is perfect. <laughs> like, Nina told, you know, Jax about her stuff. Like, like, she, like, she cut out a baby. She took, she took, Nina, took Ava's baby and ran. Yeah. Like, like, that was something, I mean, she was a little cranky, a little cuckoo back then. But it's like, none of these chicks are completely sane and safe. So that's kind of the whole deal. So when they talk the other chicks... They kind of have to put in perspective, like, well, you know, I wasn't that good either. You know, I wasn't so good myself. And Max is talking about this. I wasn't good myself either. But we saw that many of them can grow. And I remember, I, and I did like the question, I, mean, I did like the exchange when Carly was telling Nell that they exchange, you can change. Like, show yeah. them. Like, there's, there's another way to do this and go about it. And it's like, it was like, it was almost like big sister, little sister, Carly saying, girl, you could, you could actually get, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get like me. Do this, this, and this. You'll get there, possibly. Yeah, do you feel like at this point, Nell, need, we need to see another side of Nell? Or the, of, of, uh, for genuinely wanting to be helpful and caring about another character to at least have a more rooting interest for how she does in the storyline? Good question. Yeah, because I, like I honestly love that Nell doesn't care, except she Me did too. honestly give... To me, the way that the putting Nell up on the roof and the story there bothered a lot of people because everyone involved and they even got chase involved in their mess and he's better than all of them was wrong nell being concerned about surgery as her surgery as a kid was scary to her actually made nell the sympathetic one in that case even though it wasn't necessarily portrayed that way on screen elizabeth seemed to be the only one actually concerned with nell and now you're starting to see more of that from Nina, I think, because it was put into perspective from Valentine, of course. But yeah, I hope they play more into that because Nell was the sympathetic one there. Oh, well, yeah. Did she have a cell phone? Could she have just called the uh, hospital, uh, like administration desk, and say, "Hey, I'm like that on your roof. Can somebody just come open me up?" <laughs> yeah. that's true why didn't yeah. you do that true. I didn't know about that that's true but see it's, it's so you know Sophie I put things I put things in disbelief and go okay that's, it's, a, it's a plot device so I guess I didn't think about that but you're right I guess you could have called but like I'm stuck on a roof come get me um, <laughs> but, but I don't know I, I, I like no bad like you said I like yeah no I like her being I like bad her. yeah but I guess 
for longevity, to keep her around longer, you're going to have to shut up the size to her. You're going to have to. That's just going to have to. Because I feel like you don't really set up the reveal of her being Nina's daughter unless you plan on keeping her around for a while. Right. Well, no, Frank, that don't mean anything either. Man. Well, yeah, because so I've always pointed out, second. yeah, it's very reminiscent of Connie and Trey and how they pretty well wrote both characters out almost right yeah. after the reveal. Exactly. I was pissed about that, too. Yeah. I was like, yeah. really? Because um, yeah. I actually liked Trey and Joe I liked him. Yeah. Well, same thing with, same thing with um, when, they, when they killed off, um, what's his name, which I liked him, too. Um, Scotty's other son. Yeah, Logan. And that's the thing, Logan. is I'm surprised that that hasn't been brought up with Brooklyn being yeah. back and Lula. You know, there's plenty of stuff to throw in Lulu's face that she's done. That <laughs> oh, yeah. But see, the, thing, the problem with Lulu is they need to make her more Spencer-like. They need to show us that either she's a lot like Luke. Yeah. Or, or like Luke mixed with Laura. Like, we need to see something there. And... You guys brought up a Lucky character. Yeah, I see, Lucky was very back. much their kid. I mean, yeah. yes. I would love to have a drop of Jackie, yeah. of course, back over it all. But yeah, I don't would right. Even though I love me some Jacob Young, Jacob Young's my friend. I like him. Not a fan of his Lucky. Yeah, his Lucky um, was, I like to pretend that that didn't happen. Yeah. He, he was the best JR all, but. ever. But <laughs> yeah, best JR, best JR ever. Um, yeah. But Greg Bond, who yeah. I also know too, who's on, General, who's on Days of Our Lives right now, and I hate his character on Days of Our Lives. Leave Days of Our Lives. Come back to General Hospital. Let's give you a full chance to be lucky. Make him a full chance. Give him a full chance to be lucky. Let's bring that character back on. Yeah, and I think it'd be great. There's so many ties there. I mean, I'd definitely be down for it. I, you know, I don't know if I need to see, you know, uh, drug, drug addicted Lucky come yeah. back. Yeah, no. let, let, that's tired. Let's not do that. Unless yeah. maybe he's talking to Finn and Alexis about addiction. Like, maybe have him going to those meetings with them. Okay, that perfect. I could see. But just bringing it back up again? No. I think they, they dismantled the Spencers. Laura's the only one who's acting like a Spencer. For oh, me. yeah. She's, oh, she's like one. But I feel like Lulu needs to act like Spencer. And that bratty daughter, she's, the actress is so good who plays Charlotte. She's oh, so I, I love Bad Seed Charlotte. She is oh, now... Really bad seed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that snake thing, I'm like, the snake. I'm like, okay. Uh, she's all salty because she can't be at the, at the Cast Night Manor anymore. So I say, I like, I mean, she's, she's good as a little bratty girl. She's good. I think they've done a good job of seeing, like, Spencer and Charlotte sort of fighting their family battles. Like, I think both kids are good actors, and I kind of do hope we see more Spencer, and maybe they both go at it now that Spencer's got his place back. Because that's more interesting. These kids are a little, you know, mischievous, and even Frank can't hate that birthday party, right? That was adorable. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, that Violet is a, a charming actress. Yeah, so she is like, the uh, cutest kid. <laughs> she is cute. Yeah. She's really cute. You can't, you can't, you can't falter. They, 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 they up the cute factor a thousand percent with her. So, she's fine. I mean, and I, I like I like the little two plays Aiden. He's a good little actor. Yeah, he's cute. continue more with him and his storyline than say dropped. I wish we had more of that. And then, of course, you don't even see Jake anymore. I mean, that's just like, whatever. I don't know. Where is Jake? It was nice to see Avery. It was kind of nice to see Avery a little bit. I was like, okay. And seeing Ava and Franco talk about Avery and like the, oh, yeah, I totally forgave you for like kidnapping her for a little while. (laughs) Exactly. And and Ava getting to be this good mom, like she was actually getting to be at that party. We don't often get to see that part of Ava. Elizabeth talking was very interesting. Yeah, that I that was interesting. Talking. Yeah, that was very interesting. So, well, that, and I also like the uh, the scene between her and Elizabeth, where she's just talking about how kind of broken Nicholas is right now. Yeah, I was like, hmm, all right. Which I feel like they're trying to steer away from 
like you guys were talking about earlier, the, hey, why don't you try to seduce Nicholas yeah. and <laughs> be together kind of bit. Yeah, I think they've changed it a little bit, because it was a little odd. I think it's going to actually push Nicholas and Ava closer together, because they're both trying to do this, you know, to get the other one to cheat, but Liz and Franco are too solid, so I think it'll be, uh, obviously, blow up in their face, but maybe in a fun way. Yeah, I I hope that Ava and Nicholas actually do fall together. I can, like, because when the old characters did, it was good. They did have, there's something there. There's something there between those two characters. I hope, I hope they do fall. And like you say, the the conversation Ava had with Lulu was sort of acknowledging, yeah, we're kind of family now. Like, you want to chat? And then Lulu being like, what's happening? Like, and Ava's right. like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> no, it, uh, especially after everything that happened with uh, Ava and Ryan. So it's like, all right, yeah. we got to give Ava, one, Ava and Griffin before that. So at least give Ava some kind of functioning relationship for a while. Yeah, because this is actually the first marriage for Ava. But that's what's likable about Ava, is that she's never been defined by a relationship or a man in the show. Even with Morgan, it was like, yeah, that was like a plot point, but she had feelings for him, obviously, just like with Griffin. But it's her story is driven by her. I'm actually very proud of Jarrah Hospital so far, I'm speaking too soon, that they have not brought back Morgan, that he's still dead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually proud that they're sticking to that. I mean, like, I love the actor Brian Cakes great. I've looked at the show, but I'm like, I'm kind of glad they haven't done that. I, I agree, because I think some characters should stay dead, and unless Brian Craig wanted to come back, I don't think that they could ever get anyone that would fit as well as he did. Because he right. was the child of Carly and Sonny. Yeah, and, he was. And it really worked. And to me, his death... And the fallout, I mean, they're still talking about it all the time. So, I mean, they wouldn't have to just talk about it, yes. But it makes so much sense, sort of like when BJ died and things like that, that linger. There was too much lingering there for it to really, you know, resolve. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was just like, I was going to say, I was thinking too soon. I thought, that's not even very cool. They have not, I mean, even though having Carly pregnant with another child. Yeah, that that was a use. As I say, that's the pickled Lila baby. So it was like, what are we doing here? So no, her name was what? Her name was what? Deborah or something? Her name? Donna. Donna. Yeah. Yeah. Donna. Where it's like the whole big struggle about oh, she's got spinal bifida. What's that gonna mean? It's like that is not even an issue now at this point. I'm like, okay, well, great. She's fine. She's fine. <laughs> she's fine. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? She's fine. And I, I, I knew that was not a baby. I didn't think it was. They don't want to deal with a, a baby with disability. That comes on the show. So I was like, okay, but. That's scary, Mike, because she's, she's old. She's an old hen. How to make it? That's scary. <laughs> well, we yeah, have a lot of older moms on General Hospital. I was noting, like, you look at Olivia and Ava with small children there with Elizabeth and Lulu, and you're like, you know, this is this is interesting to show different family dynamics, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, that's why I'm like, again, why was Donna needed? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, speaking of Olivia, I, uh, I enjoy... Uh, in addition to her scenes with Robert, that like her and Ned being the uh, the the kind of flagship leaders of the Quarterman family, and I, yeah. I mean, selfishly wanting to see more Wally Kirk on this show as opposed to Days. I mean, I would love for GH just to lock him down, just because it'd be great to be able to explore that relationship more. But, yeah, because yeah. they are like now the matriarch and patriarch of the Quartermains in sort of the voice of reason within that family as well as the city. I mean, you have people like Laura and Kevin too. But Ned and Olivia are both pretty stable people and have always been. Like, there should be the guiding light on the show. Yeah. Does, but does Ned really want to be the head of EOQ? They keep going back and forth like, no, I'm just helping Michael out. 
well, no, I do want it. And I'm just telling Michael, I'm like, I always wonder what his, does he, would he like to be the head again? If he was on the show as a contract player and he's on full time, for sure he'd be wanting that yeah. company. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's like, do, Michael has his mommy fight his battles for him. Do you think he could really go against Valentine? No. Like, Ned could. Yeah. Yes. And I, I feel like the show just kind of hems and haws because uh, it all really depends on, I feel like, Wally Kurtz's availability. So that, yeah, I feel like they just need to uh, just commit to one way or the other. Yeah, just lock it down. We, we all love Wally, and we'd love to see more Ned. Because like I say, Ned, Ned is a good guy. He is a good yeah. character to sort of be the patriarch and more reasonable, as opposed to, like, you have characters like Sonny, who is, like, the overarching, like, the Luke character now, and you get that. But you sort of have to have the good side, too. And Jax isn't going to feel that either. Well, I'm interviewing Wally this weekend, so I'll, I'll get some stuff out and see what he's oh, going to do and see what he can say. Because I mean, he's, he's killing it on both shows, but I, 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 but I just I know no, neither one is signing to a contract. So it's a full-time contract. So it's like, you know, so he has the best of both worlds at the moment. I mean, until someone says, okay, come on over. I mean, they're reluctantly bringing Quartermains to us. They're giving us some Quartermains. But not full quarter made, but they're giving us some quarter made on the show. Is it true that uh, he doesn't want to be signed to a contract with Days, but if GH offered him, he would take it? Is that still the case? I was still here. Back in the day, that was the thing. Because Days like, signed him to a contract and then used him for nine months. Yeah. So he was signed there, but now they're using him. So they, 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 well, see, Days did the whole time jump thing, which they never done at daytime. It was a very smart move on them. They went a year ahead. So it's a very smart move. So he's gotten some of the most meatiest material of his life on days. Uh, Great. That's I mean, it's like good. really meaty, really meaty material. Um, and he's been, I mean, he's been doing this for 30, 40 years. Um, so the time jump served his character on that show well. Uh, but meantime, he's on, on General Hospital, too. So but she hasn't signed to the big and doesn't offer a contract or anything. So I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll, that's not, I'll probably ask him that. So I'm asking, like, would you be willing to be on one show? You know, if one of them gave you a gave you a solid contract and said, you know, I had the guarantee, of course, like you'll do this many episodes, and I'd be curious to ask them that. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, my worry is like, as much as I want my GH, my worry is they would do that. They have one kind of nice storyline for him, and then it would just disappear. Exactly. Yeah, I will say that GH has been doing better though about balancing certain things because you don't see as much Carly, Sunny, Jason, Sam as you did in the past. They're more like right. spread out. It is a little too much heavy on the Wiley stuff, but it almost seems like because they're getting ready to wrap it up. Like yeah, there's, there's yeah. this custody, and I'm seeing a little bit of better balance. So hopefully we will see more Wally and the Quartermains because I mean we still have this story with Valentine cooking up, go, taking yeah. over. LQ and yeah, give us more Michael Knight. I, oh Knight yeah, here. he's been on that long journey to get more ELQ shares. Let's uh, let's see what's happening. I know, I I love him, and so to see him on there and to work with James Patrick Stewart again is fun. And I hope we see more of Marty. <laughs> it took me a minute to use the accent or anything, but I like it. I like I like the character's yeah. attitude with his clients. It's actually very funny. Yeah, he he's hilarious. Like, is a three-time Emmy winner who can deliver comedy, drama, whatever you want from him. Let's not waste him. Let's like let's 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 really get him, use him. He's he's good. And we all know because I say it every time I do this show, almost who we really need from all my children besides more Michael E. Knight is Dr. David Hayward. Vincent Irizarry is much Don't needed. Get started. 
Yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me started, Lucrecia. Lucrecia Lyon, don't get me yeah. started because I co-sign, I amend, I second that emotion completely. That's my bell. <laughs> I like, that's a waste. And first of all, Virginia Rosari is one of the nicest people. He's super oh, yeah. nice. I got to I mean, everything. He can do, he can be drama, he can do comedy, he can be evil, he can be good. He needs, he, he has history with Anna already. Oh, yeah. The whole thing built is he's a doctor. Don't get me, don't get me started. And you could easily that. write how he and Finn know each other because they're both doctors and they both, you know, have worked in different parts of the world. You sort of see where they could really bring David in to be a foil. And I know it was yes. Finola's 35th anniversary with the show. Why not bring a blast from the past? What do you think, Frank? I'd be absolutely down for that because, uh, you know, as much as I, I you know, Michael Easton, Finola Hughes, I, I like them as actors. I do like their characters. I don't know if I'm loving them together. Uh, so anything to kind of come up and kind of shake that dynamic up would be great. Yeah, I like them together all right, but it almost feels like Anna needs something else going on, and they've sort of forced like this mother role, and what happens if Hayden really comes back full-time? You sort of see her and Finn eventually getting back together if we get Rebecca Budding, and how interesting would it to be with her you know, former brother-in-law, David Hayward? <laughs> no, that that is for sure. Yeah, you know, I don't know what it is with... Why I'm not, as much as I like both of those characters, that I'm not really vibing the Anna Finn storyline. I'm just not really... Oh, really? I don't know. I like it. I was, I was surprised by it. I liked it. I was like, oh, those two together? Oh, I see it. I, I mean, I, 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 I like them together. I'm very, I, was, I, was, I was surprised at first. Yeah, they're cute, but I just kind of wish they would have gone with Andre instead of Finn for Anna. Well, I agree. Yeah. But I do think that she works well with Violet, and I really like Robert with Violet and them sort of getting to, you know, be parents to her. That That's cute, but I do miss Rebecca and would rather see Hayden and Finn and that sort of work itself out. Well, and also maybe just for me, because I feel like, like, did anybody really buy? I mean, clearly they're trying to, Peter's trying to make it seem like uh, Ulbrich was behind everything. And Robert, of course, isn't buying it. But, of course, that's his years of WSB training. But the way they played that initial scene where Anna said, oh, guess what? Well, Ulbrich's available. Uh, responsible for all this. Like, Finn and Robert had shared that look where they were like, oh, boy. Yeah. And But then Finn is just all on board with like, oh, yeah, all right. It's all cool with Peter now. So maybe I'm... I'm kind of bummed that they were kind of making Finn a little dumb too. Yeah, and it almost seems like he does seem to question and still has those looks, but they're not really letting him go full on like Robert, which I guess it's, it almost seems like he's was putting his daughter first and in this way he still is because he knows he needs Anna in this time. I mean, certainly to throw such a kick-ass birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, I, it wasn't until the, the show came along that I, I realized that Pinata's had just strings. I always thought it was just uh, bats that you used to take them apart. Yeah, that's me. I'm like, I think that's a new thing because, yeah, I always thought they were, you just hit them with stuff. That, that's a new thing. Because yeah. uh, for me, I mean, I grew up like, you know, we all, it was always a bat. There's always yeah. a kind of bat of some sort to knock the S out of it. So that was, that was kind of, that was the whole part. <laughs> get your aggression back, get that candy. That's right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's what it's for. I don't know this whole this whole little like whatever they're just trying to pull with this uh, string. They're like string. Yeah, that's not fun. Like we got to get our aggressions out as kids. All right, yeah. I, I will ask two of you. Uh, how soon is it before we get the reveal? We get to see the on-screen 
reveal that, hey, Taggart's just chilling out in some hotel room somewhere. Yeah, I almost feel like Jordan called him and that he is faking his death for this. And I I really hope that that's the case because I think it'll be far more interesting to realize that Trina is Curtis's kid, clearly, if Taggart's still alive. Absolutely. Uh, But I'm also bummed out of that, too, because I feel like whenever that reveal happens and then he comes back and then he does, I feel like the next step is he finds out, oh, wait, Curtis is really the father. And then, you know, uh, Taggart's just going to leave town on that so many of us will see him again. Yeah, that would be it's frustrating. Funny. I interviewed um, you know, Real Angie on my Next Connection show a couple months ago, and he has been tight-lipped. Because I said, I think you're still alive. I think something's going on. And he wouldn't say. So I, you know, I don't know. I think he's alive still. Yeah. And I do think it was a missed opportunity. I know they mentioned Gia, but I think that Portia should have been Gia instead, and that it would have been more interesting in that push-pull with Ava is that that was, you know, Gia turned out to be Trina's mother and had this past with Curtis, but maybe Taggart was raising Trina as his own, which would have made sense since Gia had wanted to be a mo- you know, was the model for Deception. And now that they brought back deception it would have just made so much more sense to have Gia on instead and then there really would be this sort of like oh well you've not been a mother to Trina Ava sort of stepped into this role that that was a missed opportunity for sure oh I like that uh, yeah. I like that more because I don't know like Portia I feel like I'm just getting shades of Kim again so yeah do I need that character again hey Kim had promise Promise. Yeah, I, I love Tamara Braun. She is one of the yeah, kindest people I have ever met, and she is a great yeah. actress. But they did yeah. right by Kim up until they made her basically a rapist, and you're like, okay, wait, now she's baby crazy, going after Drew here, and now Frank, Drew Co. That that was not a good look for Kim, and, and I see why Tamara may not have wanted to continue with that, because I think even she had problems with that storyline, and I don't know if maybe... Some of it was shifted because of Billy Miller exiting, if that maybe wasn't always the intention. Because to me, Kim was fine up until you had a lot of weird moments like that. Yeah. The, uh, the, yeah. the dragging, dragging Drew and yeah. trying to get, her, get it on. Like, oh, man, that's that's a tough one to walk back. Yeah, and they, they really acted like it was no big deal and that how dare Julian say something. But he was actually the good guy in that being like, oh, okay, yeah, she, she needs help. Yeah. Yeah, so to bring Portia in, where it's just like, oh, this is another doctor that has some kind of mysterious uh, maternity, paternity issue in her background. Like, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah. So, so next, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I, think, I think when James like, yeah, this is a storyline I don't care about. I'm I don't know. But, I, but I, I, you know, there's folks in it that I like. Um, but other than that, I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, the new guy is Cyrus No Guy. He looks like a card. He looks like a cardboard cutter bad guy. He's the guy just doing fine work, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we know it's not going to do any real damage. I mean, do we think it's going to happen? Really? No, yeah. no, no, no nothing's really going to happen. Uh, you know, and it's just the sooner that I, I really just dislike the way they've written Jordan for a while and oh, the yeah. storyline is just bringing out all the things I dislike Jordan right to the forefront. Yeah, she's not really sympathetic in this. And not it's like, all. I hope that's what they're going for. But if it's not, then then they really need to work on making her a little bit more sympathetic if they want us to root for her. Yeah, and it's just, you know, just her constant refusal to, to, to listen to anybody else, to share any information with anybody else, to, you know, to uh, appreciate anybody's ideas where it's like Curtis is saying, hey, work with Sonny. And Jason, I know you guys are on opposite sides, but for this, 
can you do it? Never. I would never do this. <laughs> uh, all right. I get it. Night, night, night. I mean, it's, just, it's just like, that's all I can say about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James, uh, every time you start like that, we're like, and now finish. Well, now we have to know. Like I said, I said this before and I'll say it again. I miss Vanessa Antoine in the role of Jordan. Oh, yeah. She, I she was great. She could have pulled off all the right emotions, but she went on for a while. I know she got, she's, a, she's a lead in a series of her own in, in Canada. So she's, doing, yep. she's doing really well. Don't feel bad for her, Argentina. She's doing fine. But I just, but I just think it's sometimes, sometimes it is the acting. Sometimes it is the combination of things that do make a storyline not do as well as it could. It can't happen. Some folks are wrong for roles. Some folks just don't. It, you know, it just it happens sometimes. Yeah. 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 If he had done, I mean, I think I'd be a little better with him. I would have felt more more involved with him too. Yeah, so. it's hard to get invested into characters you don't see enough of, and especially with a recast of TJ, this storyline would have been so much more powerful if we'd saw that actor a lot more with Molly. So this fallout with Brando and her think, you know, this proposal that should have had more oomph. But it didn't because, it, you know, and I get recast sometimes you can't help, but, like, give us more scenes before so we can care. No, that's and, true. Because it was similar with the recast. You, if you're trying to, even if they hadn't recast it and you still hadn't seen them that much, you still do have a, a wide, uh, vast library of flashbacks that you can roll back in to kind of like, oh, yeah, they have been together for so long. But with the recast, you can't do that. And, and then if you don't see them, that makes it even harder. Don't, for God's sake, do not make Molly pregnant. Do not do a Molly pregnancy storyline. Who to daddy? Don't do not. Please, 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 please. I implore. I implore all that is so Jesus and everybody. Do not do that. Yeah, I think it would be lazy. I want more story for Molly for sure. But I do think just the pregnancy, just because she slept with somebody that wasn't TJ, would be yes. kind of lame, especially for Molly. I mean, unless they yes. go the abortion route, because Molly has such a bright future. If they did that, then I think it would be okay. We haven't seen that since Lulu's that I know of when Julie Murray yep. played her. And yep. I would be okay with that, because you see how Alexis would be very supportive. But maybe bring Rick back, who, you know, Rick was raised Catholic. He may have an issue. Just something, if you do it, don't let it go to term. And I don't mean to sound like a jerk, but and I want dead babies. We've had enough there. But at least make it something that matters and something that would fit Molly. Yeah, I mean, the frustrating thing with the storyline, though, too, is that, uh, I mean, I guess it's got to be the subway. It's, you know, you got to... I have a secret now that I can't tell now that I know what's really happening. But the fact that she had been led to believe by everybody that TJ just, you know, peeked yeah. out on her. So yeah. to tell TJ, it's like, I, a TJ, I think would understand. It's like everybody, everything, everything in the world led me to believe that you had dumped me. I just had a rebound playing. I'm so sorry. Let's just move on from this. But no, it's going to be like, no, we can never tell anyone this. This was a mistake, Brando. Like, no, why are we playing that? Yeah, Ugh. and to me, it's like Jordan should feel some guilt in this because she's the one that was pretty mean to Molly. And I do get she didn't okay. want Molly investigating. It could have caused a problem. But she was part of the problem there and not acting like the adult in this situation. 
Yeah, that, that that scene where she was dressing her down, I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> and that's the stuff that I say. The writing for Jordan is unsympathetic. It's not so much an acting thing. Mm-hmm. So what are you liking, James, as we start to wrap up here? Because I think we've pretty well landed on everything you hate. <laughs> yes, Val. Well, I said, like I said, I don't mind the Wiley stuff. I don't mind that. Mostly I don't mind that. Um, and I don't mind that very much. I also like... Um, I like I like Anna and Finn and and Violet together. I just wish that Hayden was back, and that's, that's yeah. another thing. I, 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 well, here's the overall thing. I think here's the problem for me. So I watched all four soaps, and every soap I feel about the same way about them. I think they're all pretty much could be better. I think they're all they're, they're all they're all competent. They're all they're you know I'm glad they're on the air. I will support them to the to the day that either I die or they do. <laughs> um, but I feel like each soap has an opportunity. And they're not taking them. And so that's just me as a, a creative myself. I know that every writer has their own vision and their own thoughts. So I feel like with General Hospital, I watch it every single day. I watch it. I mean, I'm, I'm watching it. And I, and I, I fast forward I fast forward through very little. I actually watch the show, um, even the Peter parts. But I, they're, they're, I love the actors. Yeah. Most of them. I think, and I think the writing is good. And like I said, I'd be surprised with the... Carly Bell scene, or Maxie bringing up Luke and, and Lulu. I, there is some surprises that are happening that I go, oh, okay, that is that is good. I do agree with that. That is smart. That makes sense. I like Brooklyn. I like Dusty. Some of the new characters, but I do like them. I like the kids. When they show them, they're good. So, I mean, there are some things like, I, 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 like most soap fans, I demand more. I want I want them to be the best they can be. And General Hospital has a large cast. And that's the that's part of the problem, and I think that's the main. But I don't want to see the cast go. I need to find a better use of rotating them. I think it's a, it's a thing. I'm tired of storylines getting dropped all of a sudden, or just getting, or just starting out one way, but now it's going to function to serve that person. That kind of bugs a little bit. But I know that's their narrative; they can do whatever they want. But I like your hospital. I do like your hospital. I just I think there's some things fundamentally that are tough to watch. You know, I, I'm really interested to see how, when everything gets back up and production starts ramping up and everything can get back, to, uh, filming can begin again. How uh, how the producers and writers going to be addressing this? Are they uh, are they are they writing stuff now? Uh, are they using this time to kind of reflect on where storylines are? Are they going to make big choices when they come back to kind of maybe goose some storylines up or uh, quickly end some stinkers to move things around to get better storylines going? I'll be very interested to see how. They react to all this. Yeah, because I, I, I do think that they probably are looking at stuff. And I've noticed just a trend in the last few months that they're clearly listening to people like they didn't in the past. And they're utilizing history in one sense, but then big gaps like, say, the Carly storyline, it was like, okay. But I do feel like they're in a good spot to have this time to just really see what'll work. And do you guys think that they would do a time jump like Days did? Since the, we could have at least a month without new shows. That's true. Yeah. I, well, for Days it worked. It literally worked. I mean, we were all saying how it revitalized the show, and their style was, we're going to jump a year ahead, and then do flashbacks and go and fill in the blanks, and then still go forward. The way they did it was actually brilliant. I'm very, I'm, I'm very proud of Days. They did a really great job, so... I say, do you like Dallas? Make it all a dream. It yeah. This whole year was a dream. There's no Peter. There was none of such stuff. It was all a dream. Yeah, Brad and Lucas had a baby, and it didn't die, yeah, exactly. and Willow, like, wasn't the mother, so, like, we can forget about that. I mean, oh, sorry, just wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah, well, 
wishful drinking. Too. I'm always wishful drinking. <laughs> same here, same here, girl. Same here. How about you, Frank? For that, uh, James, when they did do the time jump, I mean, I knew everybody knew in the media that it was happening, but in terms of how the show worked, was it just Friday they just ended and then Monday they were a year ahead? Well, it was funny. A lot of the media did know. It was, it was just speculating. People thought it was going to be a dream. They thought some knew it was a time to I didn't know. I personally didn't know. Tony knew because he did some scenes on there and he knew. But a lot of us didn't know what was going to happen. That's, that's, that was the part. It was like, he kept saying, Friday, 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 watch Friday. And Friday was actually the anniversary of Days of Our Lives. So they timed it perfectly. So the anniversary, and so you want to watch that show, you want to watch the show, you want to watch the show. And the whole show was they, they're setting stuff up. And they literally left it at like four cliffhangers. Four major stories left it at cliffhangers. They went to the last scene. And all of a sudden you see, well, the character's name is Jennifer, laying in bed and waking up. And, it, and Jack, Jack and Jennifer, of course, old couple, old couple on the show, were like, you're awake. I've been waiting for you. She's like, how am I wipe it out? It's like, Jennifer, you've been out a year. And all of a sudden, it went to black. We're like, what? <laughs> anybody, anybody went bizarre, went berserk. We were like, what? <laughs> and then Monday picks up where they didn't even... They went back to her. We're all thinking, there's four or three cliffhangers that they left us on, and you're a year ahead? Like we, and, so, and, they, and so they're still unfolding those storylines. Oh, wow. It, it, it's like four months. It's like, that was November. So that's November when that happened. And they're still unfolding. So it's been very smart. So they don't tell you right away. Going, and also you see, also on Monday, we saw new couples together. Speaking of Wally Kurt, he was with Mary Beth Evans all of a sudden. <laughs> like Justin and Kayla are together? Like, Where's Adrian? We have no idea. All of a sudden, Hope is Princess Gina. She's Princess Gina? Like, where did that come from? Like, there's all this stuff. Like, we didn't know anything. So people were, so people got pissed too, going like, well, what happened to so-and-so? And, and then we, so we learned, like, five new people died during the time jump. <laughs> um, they got rid of Cassie DePiva. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that happened after the time jump. So it's, it's been very interesting this last, like, five, six months that have been unfolding this. Um, and days take um, takes a year in advance, so they got they're gonna be the only stuff on air until at least the fall. Man. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's fun. why I've tried to watch days, but I I think I made the mistake of picking the April Fool's episode because I love Greg oh, Lockhart, yeah. and I'm like. I don't know how you do it, man. I'm going to try again because eventually it will be the only thing new. But, yeah, like, they they need more Greg Vaughn and more Wally Kurth for me to really get invested, I guess. <laughs> okay, that, makes, that makes sense. That makes sense. You, you, yeah. like, you like those characters. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, I like these actors. They'll pull me in. But, yeah, I was like, oh, this is at least the April Fool's episode was funny because I was like, oh, my God, is that T-Boz? I didn't realize yep. that T-Boz was a character on Days of Our Lives. She was. Yeah, yeah she was. Sheila. She was good. So, I mean, that, I mean, that's the thing. So, I mean, you know, and Days is a different type of show, of course. They do mm. special crazy stuff that... Other subs have tried, but not really worked. Well, Ron does that well. And that was why I like Ron, and I think Ron can be fun. That's why I really want to get into days. But I do see possibly some of the soaps doing a few months time jumps, but probably not a full year. Yeah. What do you yeah. think, Frank? But I wonder if they did jump, would everybody be like, ah, oh, you're just copying us, you're just copying us. Or don't even care that, or should anybody yeah. care that they're just copying that's true, too, right? I guess that, that, that's a thought, right? It's already been done. But I wonder if they could do something else. Well, I mean, Desperate Housewives did a time jump. Yeah, they did a um, five-year time jump. You know, Lost did whatever they did. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that goes on. It's, it's kind of, I guess they could do it. I mean, 
know. Yeah, like, so, Dallas did the whole dream season. They did a whole dream. So, like, that, that's something they could do that's be different. I mean, I guess ultimately it, it, it doesn't matter necessarily how they do it as long as the, if the storylines are depends on the love and the storylines that they result out of it. Correct. I, I agree with that completely. Yes. I mean, I, I guess, James, you would say now, one year later, at, at the uh, Days of Our Lives, you enjoy the stories much more than you did before the time, Jeff? Oh, my God, yes. Because they got rid of stuff. They got rid of stuff that was, like, not working, actually. Yeah. And stories that were not working, they got rid of it. They found inventive ways to get rid of them. So that part was like, yes, 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 yes. So, yes, I, we're, we're all enjoying When I said we see couples you never thought we'd, we'd like together, like, oh, they actually are good together. Um, and they're bringing back older characters that have been gone for a while. Now they're in storyline. There are folks that were in storylines before the time jump that are now in full-on storyline. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I think that I think so. I think that's the that's been the saving grace. Like they're showcasing the veterans. They're showcasing people that are like, oh, we haven't seen them in a long time. Now they're in a front row storyline. So it did. So it did kind of work. Yeah, because I do you wonder, know? especially with a show like Y and R, where I mean they're in a good place, which is sad. By next week will be the end of their new episodes, but they could potentially do that at least a couple months with some of the stuff going on. And I feel bad because the two characters, I was like, "What are they doing here?" I've heard rumors they're leaving, and I'm like, "Well, whoops, sorry, I said anything." <laughs> right, exactly. I, I think the soaps have had to be, you know, again with General Hospital. Right now, as we're wrapping up. The fact that they, they try to elongate the episodes with certain things, I give them points for that because I know this is a strange position. They can't yeah. film. They just can't film. So that's the strange position. They can't do it. So Yeah, my suggestion go. was to go back to the radio format since they could all do that. You're not full off because yeah. there is this one guy, his name is Alan Lochner. He used to work on, on Guiding Light and As World Turns. Oh, yeah. On his Facebook channel, he's been doing all these Guiding Light on Zoom. Yeah, so that's that's cool. And very fascinating. So, there might be something to that. Like, Saturday Night Live did their thing. and There might be something to the whole thing of, like, let's do older episodes, but let's get them all together and, like, and air them on TV during that time slot. But we're all on Zoom doing a different character. I mean, like, they could do something like that, possibly, or something. I don't know. There's something that could be done. Yeah, I mean, soap started on radio, so, like, stuff like that would work in a way. Or, like you say, these Zoom reunions or just getting into the classic vault. And these Y&R classics, to me, are fun. Like, they're really going into it. And GH has picked some decent episodes, but they're still, like, from the last couple of years. Like, maybe pick, or pick some One Life to Live in All My Children, because there's still rumors about what what do we do and possibly bring one of those back, or if not both. Yeah, you know, I can admit, I haven't loved the two choices that GH has made in their Retro Friday picks. I'm like, really? This is, are we going to see the, the 46th anniversary? Or like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think everybody in general has agreed that YNR has done it correctly. Um, because they're actually showing episodes that relate to today. They're actually kind of, they're kind of, they're going back in time, they're showing things that actually can be tied back to today. So they're, they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I guess, uh, I, do I care about the actual birth of Wiley? No, mm-hmm. I don't really care about that. That's so funny. Yeah, we have too much Wiley as it is, and they they brought it up so much anyway, so I, I don't feel like that's a good way of tutoring the audience. 
But maybe showing some Anna Faison stuff with Robert might explain why Robert hates Peter so much. <laughs> I'd be <laughs> like, absolutely down for that. Yeah, I really wanted the Asian Quarter storyline because, like, that ties in Brad, and they forgot well, about know, that. I, I've always, yeah, they dropped that. They dropped that whole thing, which I was kind of upset about. I was like, um, that doesn't work. But being as he's <laughs> in prison, drop, he could really, that. you know, connect with his family. <laughs> uh, once again, Brad, yeah, uh, Brad just gets short on the stick constantly on that show. Oh, yeah, well, he, was, he was always a loser on that show. And then just even the writing that they gave for him, because I'm pretty sure that it could be a, a much more fun actor, but they constantly had him, like, hyperventilating all the time. I'm like, ugh. This is annoying. Yeah, but I did like when Brad would get a sack up against Julian, and you'd be like, all right, I can go for this. <laughs> because, and the, the dick pic stuff was pretty funny, and I liked how Brad manipulated that situation quick. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, was, that, that was one of their better choices to me because it was so ridiculous. Yeah. I do like that, uh, that guy that plays at the uh, Metro Corp Bar that just shows up every so often. Oh, I am an actor. That's right. Thanks for remembering me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, as we start to wrap up here, any final thoughts, Happy Go Jackie? Uh, You know, it just... hmm, I I want this show to come back, hopefully out of the gate, with... uh, just like some explosive storytelling. There's some there's some storyline potential in some of these things, but man, they really got to do better about dragging, uh, wrapping some of these long like, storylines up, like the, the, the Wiley and the Peter storylines. So let's get these things wrapped up and just see what's next. Got to just see what's next. And I feel like GH doesn't do well engaging the, the audience interest in their storylines because, man, sometimes they will just drag these stories on way too long and they lose a lot of the uh, the goodwill that they build up. Yeah, and to me, I wouldn't have minded if the Wiley reveal was drug out for years, but when they pretty well put Brad in a corner, it, you knew it was going to come out and then it took too long to where it's like, okay, we'll see if this is eventually going to come out, like, so just let it happen. As opposed to, if only he and Julian knew and covered up pretty well, it coming out yeah. two, three years later would have been way more interesting. You know, but I feel like though, the bad side about that is that you don't give Brad anything else to do on the show. So it's not like you can like put that storyline to bed for a while and Brad can still be on canvas doing other things. It would just be like, all right, Barry Shen, we'll see you in like three years when we decide to like reactivate the storyline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We, we always love more Perry because, and that's the thing is Brad and Lucas, we should have seen so much more of them. Oh, yeah, I mean, because that whole payoff when the reveal happened would have been so much more impactful if you'd had, like, more time to spend with them just as a happy, functioning couple. Yeah, I agree. Yep, yep. Because every time we saw him, it was always like, uh, uh, what's going on with you, Brad? Why, why are you acting so crazy? And that was the only time we were like, we never saw them just, like, having fun and hanging out. Ugh. So, I mean, that was kind of a, a botched reveal, I thought. The only thing that was good, I get, I, and I told Perry this on the show, I did love their goodbye. That was actually oh, yeah. really, it was, it was a very touching yeah. scene. Yeah, I almost like, hear yeah, that. It was like, ah, <laughs> uh, that whole thing, it could have been a lot better. It could have been done a lot better, but that scene was wonderful. I thought it was a great scene. Yeah, that whole courtroom with Brad basically getting his goodbye with Lucas, the, the interaction with Julian, and then Britt sort of coming at the end, it's like, this can't be it for these characters together. Right. Like, not just Lucas, but Julian and Britt with Brad. It's like, yeah, there's so much potential there that we just don't get to see enough of. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, what about I you, concur. Shady, Shady James? <laughs> I was like, I, I agree. I, yeah, I, I mean, cool. I, I agree. That, that one, that yep. one, I do agree. So I'm like, yes. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing shadiness to the show. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. I stand by every comment. If I save your tweet, save your email, I don't care. Uh, if I have, if I, if I have the right to have their feelings about the show, and, 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 they, and, and so Twitter goes crazy. They show, they show their feelings all the time. Oh, so, so Twitter. <laughs> so Twitter. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I got, I mean, I got death threats not too long ago from somebody just like what? They there's me, Soap Jam, Candace Walker. They were saying it's all these emails saying, "We know where you live." Now I'm like, okay, whatever. You guys, you guys are ruining the soaps by your opinions. How are you so far opinions? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> how am I bad with soaps? Oh, and so, so it's it is bonkers. So I'm like, whatever, motherfuckers. Well, if you know where I live, can you bring me some food? <laughs> while you're there, get some toilet paper, please. <laughs> some toilet paper while you're there. Oh, people. Yeah, some, exactly. You know, we just want our shows to be the best they can be. Some people yes. maybe take it a little too far and forget that it is just TV. No matter how much we love it, it is just TV. Yeah, very true. <laughs> it is just TV, folks. It really, it really is kids. It really is. All right. So if they want to send you any more death threats or maybe even some nice messages, where can they do that, James? <laughs> <laughs> I got to say that. Uh, no death threats, please. I'm not taking those right now. Um, but you can follow me. We're all James Law Jr. as a soul. That James Law Jr. and also three platforms. And um, any soap-related stuff, uh, I'm at, I have GH3 Spotlight, I have Bold Beautiful Rewind, I have Jungle Wrestling Spotlight, so I do those three podcast videos. Uh, go anywhere where podcasts are, are on, anywhere videos are on, GLG Media, I'll be there. All right, and how about you, Mr. Frank Moran? Oh, follow me, I guess, on uh, the Twitters and the Instagrams at Happy Go Jackie. All right, and since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N, anywhere on the internet, since there is only one. Well, that was it for probably the first of many throwbacks to the OG General Hospital After Show team from AfterBuzz TV. If you would love to see what that KFC recipe bit was about, then check out my Instagram, at Lucretia Lyon, as I put the whole clip with George Hamilton as the Colonel from a few years ago. Kirsten Storms and Emmy Ryland deserve an Emmy for their performances, as I don't know how you could keep a straight face and sell this. I believe it was Jen Landon, ex-Heather YNR, as well as As the World Turns and Days of Our Lives alum, and yes, Michael Landon's daughter, who sat in my acting class at Leslie Kahn, Katie McLean, Dixie, Rosanna, Mrs. John Lindstrom, etc., you know, daytime royalty, could spin shit into gold. Pardon my French. I added that last part. But see, soap actors are just that good. See you guys next week where I talk to the man I mentioned nearly every week. Got any guesses to the mystery man? Tweet me your thoughts and stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.